Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. I very much enjoyed over the last few weeks watching the Olympics, and I'm sure some of you did as well. I've heard from a number of people how they thought it was very providential that while we're going in and out of lockdowns and we can't leave the house, suddenly there's this top quality sport on TV every day, every night, just whenever you turn it on, there's something amazing to watch, even if it's a sport you've never watched before. But I also noticed this reaction within me while I'm watching these these amazing, incredibly fit athletes, incredibly fast and strong, doing superhuman feats. And I couldn't help but feel inspired. And maybe like me, you felt a little inspiration rising in your heart that, oh, if only I could run that fast, if only I could row that hard, if only I could jump that high, if only I could do a reverse frontside 540 inside out kickflip on my skateboard. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> For some of you, this might have just been a, a momentary daydream that didn't lead to anything, but I, I did hear of some people who actually got so inspired that they then put on their runners, and, and whether it went out running or went out to play some sport or whatever, they, they were inspired to want to be that little bit more like these Olympians. I was talking to my brother, and as he was watching Logan Martin won gold for Australia in the BMX freestyle. My brother was saying he wanted to get his BMX bike back out and start training and maybe he'd be able to compete at Paris 2024. He also said that he should start teaching his daughter skateboarding and maybe she'd be able to compete at Brisbane in 2032 maybe. She's only two years old at the moment, so in 2032 she'll be 13, so some of the skateboarders in Tokyo were 13. Perhaps your Olympic dreams were um, projected onto your kids as well. But it's uplifting and inspiring to dream that we can be like the Olympians, that we can participate in such excellence or such perfection. And it's, it's a true human desire. It's only natural that, that we're uplifted and inspired by such a thing because we're made to aspire to, to that kind of otherworldly greatness, to a, a transcendence that's, that seems so far beyond us. But this dreaming of, of that excellence and perfection is not really about our being faster and stronger and more skillful. It's really about the perfection of love that we find in God. It's about that perfection, the fullness of truth and beauty and goodness that in that is in God, that in whose image we're made. And without that fullness and perfection, we will never be fulfilled. That's why our hearts yearn for it. That's why it's always inspired when we see these inspiring things like the Olympics. And this is, in fact, what Jesus has achieved for us. That although this desire in humanity has been frustrated and unfulfilled all throughout our history, because just like an athlete with an injury, we haven't been able to reach that potential that we yearn for. We've been held back by sin. We've been cut off by God from that relationship, from being able to participate in his life. And nothing that we can do could reach out to him and restore that relationship. 
But Jesus, through his death, has put to death all of our sin. And through his resurrection, he's made it possible. He's, he's made the way for us in our humanity to share in the perfection of God. He's won for us that invitation to dwell with God in his excellence, in his perfection. And this is exactly what we celebrate today when we celebrate Mary's assumption. Just as watching the amazing Olympians inspires us to dream about perfection, so we see in Mary not only, it not only inspires us, but it reminds us that this is possible, to share in God's perfection, to share in his glory. And not only is it possible, but that God has promised it and he makes it happen for us. So while Mary is the first of our race to share perfectly in this, it's actually what Jesus has achieved for each one of us to share in. Firstly, she shares in the fruits of Jesus' death and resurrection by living her life full of grace and without sin. But today we celebrate in that final way that God showed his glory in her, that he assumes her into heaven, body and soul, her complete person, to dwell with him in that mysterious way of being that we look forward to at the end of time, where we're intimately united with the perfection of our triune God. Now, Mary's the first member of the church to enjoy what we're all going to enjoy, and the preface of the Mass today, the prayers of the Mass always have so much richness in them if we listen to them, and we pray in the Mass for this feast today. It says, the, the Virgin Mother of God was assumed into heaven as the beginning and image of your church's coming to perfection and a sign of sure hope and comfort to your pilgrim people. So the beginning and image of your church is coming to perfection. As I've said, Mary is the beginning, the first one of the church to share in what all the church is offered. She shares in now that fullness of life in God, which we will all be able to share in eventually according to God's promise. But she's also a sign of hope and comfort for us, us the pilgrim people of God, because we're still on that turbulent journey to get to that sharing in God's life. But to think about this destination, to think about that fullness of life in heaven can not always bring inspiration for us. Sometimes instead of inspiring us to want to, to share in that perfection, we can react and, and think that, no, surely I'm, I'm not good enough, I'm not holy enough, I'm not loving enough to share in God's life like that. I, I could never surely make it to, to be there with Mary and all the saints. But this is one way in which Mary can be a comfort for us because she knew that it had nothing to do with how good or holy or loving she was. She knew that everything that she had was a gift from God. We hear her proclaim, even though she's free from sin, she acclaims, my spirit exalts in God my saviour. He has done great things for me. Her holiness and her perfection wasn't because of her own worthiness. If anything depended upon her strength or her love or her intelligence, she knows that she certainly would have made it to heaven. Just as if we're worried about our own worthiness and what we can achieve, what we can deserve from God's hand, then none of us will make it to heaven. But 
We can trust with God that everything God wants to share with us is a pure gift, and he will lead us into it. We can also think, though, that as we talk about these, these last things, the, the heaven that we'll be enjoying at the end of our lives, that it's so distant and irrelevant from where we are now. And this can especially be the case if we're currently in real difficulty and trial. Um, if we're in suffering at the moment, then what does it matter for me to think about heaven and sharing in God's life in that way? But again, Mary is a sign of hope and comfort for us now. Because just even though she was free from sin, that doesn't mean that her whole life was rainbows and butterflies and beautiful, nice day after day. Almost everything we know about Mary's life from the scriptures is challenge and trial. The scandalous pregnancy, the poverty of, the of giving birth to a child, escaping her country to a far off land as a refugee, and then, on top of all of that, we see her watch her son rejected, condemned, arrested, and put to death. But for Mary, we see that this is not, not a moment of despair, but that this journey for her was a journey to sharing in the life of God, the way by which God was able to glorify her. So we can find comfort from Mary who was, who was not a stranger at all to suffering and trial, that our sufferings and trial, the, the path of the cross that we are to lead is the road to that glory that God wants to share with us, that perfection of life that God wants to share with us. So with this hope and comfort that God offers us through Mary in our feast today, let's allow this desire in our hearts, this yearning for perfection to to be turned towards that true perfection that God wants to share with us, of his, of his life that he wants to really share with us. But before I finish, one last Olympic story that I want to share. The men's high jump final, some of you may have been watching, and some of you, like me, may have been cheering on Brandon Stark, the Aussie who was in there in the running. He came fifth, didn't quite get a medal, but good on you, Brandon. But after every one of the athletes couldn't jump over 2 meters 39, which is like somewhere up there, um, ridiculously high. There were two men, Giancarlo Tamberi from Italy and Muta Essabashim from Qatar, are left tied in first place. Nothing can separate them. They're, they're exactly the same. They've jumped every bar um, first, and neither of them could get over 239. And they could have continued jumping off to see who was better to see who was the best high jumper in the world. But instead, they rejoiced to share the gold together. They both accepted the gold medal to share it because they recognized that there was something more important than being the best. They were good friends and Bashim said, of course, we know the sport, that's the performance, but humanity, solidarity, unity, this is beyond sport. This is a true message. So they knew something that the perfection, there was a perfection that was more important than just being the best. They could share the joy together without worrying about the competition anymore. And boy, did they rejoice. It's a beautiful image if you've seen the replays of when they, they 
jump into each other's arms and rejoice, just unrestrained joy as they celebrate together. But it reminds me of another image, the, the two women that meet and rejoice together in our gospel today. Again, in unrestrained joy. And Mary has just received the news that she's going to give birth to the Son of God, the Messiah. And she's got every right at that moment to go, yeah, I'm the best. This is the greatest vocation that any human person could ever have. <laughs> but instead, she runs, makes haste to go and visit her cousin, who's also had a miraculous pregnancy, to go and rejoice with her in what God's doing in her life. Because being the best is not this excellence that we're made for, but rather the perfection of love and truth and beauty, what God wants to share with us, what he wants to do through us. And the joy of sharing this with each other is so much greater. And we see Mary run to Elizabeth and they rejoice together as Mary exclaims, my soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has done great things for me. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.